everyone, and welcome to the 18th Come Up Interviews podcast. This is Brett from Come Up Interviews. Hey, it's me, Tyler. We're back with another exciting episode. Yes, we sure are. And this is hot on the heels of our most recent appearance on Direct Video Connoisseurs podcast, where we discussed Skyscraper. Yeah, that was a lot of fun with him. Matt's a really cool dude. I'm, it's going to be out soon. I think next week, he said. So thanks for having us on. I know you might be listening. Yeah, and uh, if you're listening to this, you probably listen to his podcast because it's uh, we're like two peas in a pod, kind of, oh, with that. And Absolutely. Yeah, DTVC yeah. podcast. DTVC podcast. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah we're uh, a frequent guest on there, and he's a frequent guest here, and it's kind of, you know, intertwined in that sense. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's a lot of fun. It, it was a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely some interesting discussion about uh, PM, and we even got into like a thing towards the end about video store memories. Or yeah. like the last half hour or thereabouts, we got into this video store memories thing, um, which is kind of like, yeah. No, no, go no, ahead. I cut you off. No, I was just gonna say, well, that's you know that thing we kind of started to do, uh, but he liked it, and we started talking about it, and it was kind of cool. Yeah, it's like it was kind of like a bonus part, like we were talking about yeah. the after show. It's like a yeah, yeah. Show discussion on the regular show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so the skyscraper thing kind of ended, and we were talking about some video store memories, and oh, that's, definitely a, an interesting episode. Yeah, that's how. Well, that's what podcasting is, and, and just a conversation with your buddies, you know. And that's how it kind of uh, came through. On this, on yeah, episode. well, that's what I like. That's what I yeah. lo- like to think this is. This is almost like a telephone conversation that people are kind of listening into yeah, uh, to a cool. certain extent. Yeah, I know. And now we have 18 telephone calls. No. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Thanks to the magic of technology and wow. the Internet. Amazing technology. That's awesome. And, uh, and speaking guess, of amazing technology. Yeah, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go. Yeah, I like your segue. Go for it. That was my segue for this is um, – so, you know, we're going to have two segments. We're going to have our cliche of the day and we're going to have should have been an action star, a.k.a. should have been a contender, as sometimes it's known. Um, so what you want I think to what we're going to do is what, what we're going to do first, I believe, is the cliche of the day. OK, well, I have to say it. it's a cliche of the day. <laughs> it's a cliche of the day. And as I always say, it's a maximum breakout Yeah. because <laughs> that's what they say in that great movie. <laughs> they definitely say that in that AIP classic. Well, our cliche yes. of the day is <laughs> you see this in many movies, but when there's a sniper on the roof and he can't take the shot, and there's like a, a superior saying, Take the shot! Take the shot! And the sniper says, I don't have the shot, sir. I don't have the shot. He's out of range. Take the shot! So <laughs> Right. So this week's uh, cliche is take the shot. So a tie to, you know, you explained it very well. It's, I mean, it's in pretty much every movie involving a sniper that you can think of. And it's in some other movies too. Like there might just be like someone else who has to aim and get to a certain target and someone else is screaming at them to take the shot. Like cops, cop moves. You know, I just rewatched night vision with Fred Williamson Mm -hmm. and Stephen Rothrock and they have that too. You know, Rothrock says, take the shot. And then, you know, there's, there's some surprises. <laughs> Maybe right, they take so the shot. It, <laughs> so sometimes they take the shot, sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's like a bit of suspense where they're aiming and trying yeah, aiming. to get the shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I well, that's that. a, yeah. That's a whole separate cliche that we'll get to one day. But yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then I guess we have a uh, shoot an action star. We just want to talk more about take the shot. 
Um, we kind of went through it kind of fast. I don't know if there's oh. anything. Well, is, is there anything more to say? It's just well, I'm trying to think of a good example of that. I mean, yeah. you know, the movie. Well, and we haven't watched it yet, but the Peacemaker with uh, George Clooney or Clunes, as I call him. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Clunes. Yeah, the Clunes. He uh, there's a really good example of that one because there's like they're trying to get a terrorist. I won't say too much, but they have to say take the shot. I don't have the shot, sir. <laughs> you know because yeah. terrorist is in some like some trees or walking near some trees. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't have the shot anymore. <laughs> so people have right, seen that. So movie it goes across, yeah, it goes across mainstream Hollywood stuff down to DTV and every place in between. Yeah, everyone's trying to get the shot, and someone wants you to get the shot, and they can't get the shot. Exactly. You know, uh, makes you think of another cliche. I know we usually only do one, but you know, yeah, cut the I mean, red wire. You know. <laughs> Oh, right, during a bomb thing. Yeah. Is it the red wire or is it the green wire? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's similar. That that could be a separate one for another day. But, yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, when you say the peacekeeper, was it say the peacekeeper? Peacekeeper. The peacekeeper has Dolph and yeah. um, Montel Williams. I'm the peacekeeper. I like Montel and, Williams. And in... And, and, uh, silent trigger he's a like a sniper and someone probably yells at Dolph to take the shot i'm trying to remember that in the movie I, that, that's a great idea for a movie but i think it, it drags a little bit if you remember yeah um, yeah he's like kind of hanging around in an elevator the whole time it's like he's slowly building that humongous gun and he finally shoots it but gotta wait like 50 minutes <laughs> um, so that's this week's cliche today it is yeah. take the shot nice <laughs> so, yeah, I like um, that. It was take the shot. I like that. <laughs> well, we have to give him a name. I, I think that's a good idea. We usually we give him names, but we don't. I like that repeated at the end. That was smart. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the end because we're still talking about it. But yeah, um, well, each one because you know we have that list. We have for you know go behind the curtain for for yes. people. We have a list of these, um, and that's on there. So I have to put it on the list. I have to call it something. So I just called it in quotes. Take the shot. Um, right, do you cross it off now? Now that we've said it, uh, I I haven't been crossing them off. I should, probably should because this list goes back so long. I thought one day we could like make a movie where we include every single one, and <laughs> I want to have a list with a bunch of crossouts because I want oh, to like put everything into it. You know, you have to like read through the marker. You know, or we could probably figure it out. But you know, what I mean? yeah, but I don't. Want so you know, we can go to our next segment. Yes, which is – oh, and also just, oh, just so ahead. people know, in case you're a new listener, when we say cliche of the day, we don't mean that in a negative way. There's no yeah. negative contact or, or – All positive. Uh, yeah, all positive. So that's just – it's something in these action movies we love to see and always see. It doesn't yeah, mean we're fine. And you, you definitely being mean about it. Oh, never. We're never mean about this. We're not mean on this on this very program. So. No. <laughs> Um, so moving on, um, yes. uh, the person who should have been an action star is Ty. Who is it? <laughs> Ted Koppel. Yeah, Koppel. You know, he yeah. he's very serious. He has like a kind of serious demeanor. You never see him laugh or smile, no, really. He never and Perfect. He could be like a Edward Woodward style equalizer, where he goes around oh. with a trench coat and kills people. Absolutely. And of course, here it comes. He's a Koppel on the edge. Yeah, it's almost too perfect. It's too yeah. perfect. It, I can totally see that. He's, he, he, you know, he dispenses his justice one bullet at a time. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's a copple on the edge could maybe be a poster tagline. <laughs> perfect. And it just says copple. And it's yeah, over, over the title, it says over copple in huge letters. Um. <laughs> he's a copple on the edge. I can't think of a title right now. 
but you, you can totally see that. So. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely couldn't. I can imagine the poster where he's wearing like this tan trench coat and he has like a oh. gun with a silencer and he's looking very intent at the camera. You know? Oh, I can totally see. It's so perfect. And I'll say like coming this summer, he's a couple on the edge. Ted yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> and uh, it, it, but maybe you could have a news-related name like this, Justin, oh, or something. Or Deadline. <laughs> oh yeah, per, I think we mentioned that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it should be called Deadline. Even yeah, though there deadline. are other movies called Deadline. But. Yeah, but this really would be the Deadline for you. <laughs> and a couple might say that, or uh, all the news that's fit the print. Or something. I know he's, no, he's no, I know it should be like all the news that's fit to die. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's too perfect. It's too good of an idea, and of course it was not made. But it's not too I late. Know. I think, I think uh, Koppel is still hanging around. So and he probably wants to do something different with his oh, life. Yeah. It's, it's not too late. He could make the move into uh, cinema. Uh, never, it's never too late now. If he's you know streaming, uh, you know apps you know he can be uh <laughs> straight to crackle you know a couple movie yeah just like uh that movie we watched oh Mercy Mercy yeah oh extraction right yeah wasn't that direct to crackle it was it was a crackle original movie yeah and vinnie jones and danny glover and i forget the guy's name he played Mercy <laughs> <laughs> he's a dead couple yeah, sure. <laughs> yes he made it Take on is is in all the movies. You just don't know. So, like, well, he's in all the made for crackle movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's other straight to crackle movies, but I don't remember the titles right now. But Coppo will be there. Coppo on crackle. P- perfect, and you can just and just change the crackle from a C to a K, so it's perfect. <laughs> right, right, and and uh, spell it C R A C. K E L instead of L E. Yeah. Oh, like perfect. Cobble. Yeah, couple on crackle. That's, I love that. That's great. <laughs> it, see, people need to listen to this and just just take our ideas. You know, I just I just want to see them made. You know, it's never too late. People maybe hopefully people are listening and they write it down like, hmm, Ted Koppel. I like that idea. <laughs> I I sure hope so. <laughs> um, I love that one. It's a good one. So to wrap up, our uh, should have been action star for today is Ted Koppel. Yeah. <laughs> I see, I really like these nice, uh, t- you know, tying these things up in a bow. Yeah, I like I like the tying up in a bow uh, aspect. <laughs> yes. well, or maybe you can go for oh, say Theodore Koppel. Oh yeah, Theodore Koppel. <laughs> you know, like Charles Sheen. He could do like a Charles Sheen where, like, you know, at this point in his career. To his you movie know, career, he's Theodore Koppel. Exactly. You know, I was just saying, you know, I was talking about Michael Bean. They don't ever call him Mike Bean. So <laughs> no, they, 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 maybe this is just casual Mike for him. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Bean. Well, they, they, you know, they call Thomas Jane, Tom Jane sometimes. So, hmm. So if you watch, no, 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 we talked about this before. Well, about sometimes the, the people that work with Robert De Niro call him Bob. It's like, oh yeah, I was just working with Bob. It's like his name is Robert. I know you maybe you were in Dirty Grandpa, but you, you still can't call him Bob. Okay. Right. A proud moment for us all. Yeah, I know. It's unfortunate, but well, let's let's get off that very quickly with our, you know. 
episode uh, of today. <laughs> topic. <laughs> or, yeah, episode topic. One. Yeah, one. Yeah. No, that's it. Just one. <laughs> yeah, one. Movie. So, so, so there's numerous movies. I think nine, right? Yeah, of, nine on the site. Yeah. Of movies on the website that start with one, and we're going to talk about them. Yeah, and I was surprised how many we had. I thought maybe we had like four, or five, nine. So I was very surprised. <laughs> well, because you know, I think there's a reason. You know, from when we do these with the theme and uh, the title that pops up, or word in the title that pops up a lot. You know, we try to think of a reason why, and I think the reason, you know, is because of the lone hero. It's usually oh, one guy taking out the trash. You know, so it's one this or one that because it's the lone hero. That's a brilliant description of that. So, <laughs> well, so I guess I will. Mind, yeah, yeah, I will say them. I will say all nine oh, titles. Okay, so what is the list? Oh, okay. So here we go. I'm ready. Here we go. We have the One Armed Executioner, One Eyed King, One Man Army, One Man Force, which is an awesome movie, One Man Jury, One Man's Justice, One Man Out, One Man War, <laughs> and then finally. One way out. Ending on a high note as well. Yes. Um, we'll talk about that at the end. So I guess we can just start right to One-Armed Executioner from 1983. Absolutely. It came out as a Paragon VHS. It's a Filipino action movie. Um, Franco Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Guerrero. Guerrero. Okay. Yeah. Jody K. it says... <laughs> Yeah, Jody Kay. Yeah, that that seems right, and it's it's good. It's it's not it's not a Serio Santiago, is it? No, no, it's a Bobby A. Suarez. Oh, Bobby Suarez, right? Okay, so yeah, it's it's a good revenge movie. It's like a Philippine type of revenge movie. But imagine yeah. if in Death Wish they chop his arm off. I mean, he he's angry because he's the one armed executioner, and he definitely takes out the trash in this one. So, yeah, as, there's the sword, right? Yes, you have a good memory. You know, because in, in the review, it says the one-armed executioner is a video store classic. So, uh, <laughs> it says... Yeah, no, I think it did pop up in a lot of video stores at the time. Because the title is very striking. So, you know, like, the, the one-armed executioner... Well. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I've seen the artwork is as well. Oh, yeah, the artwork's really cool, because you only see his one arm. <laughs> yes. He has a gun. And he's holding a sword with the other arm. I don't see the sword at least on the on the photo that we have, but oh, he has okay. a gun, and oh, okay. the tagline. Some sort of weapon. Yeah, he has a tagline that says "All hell is about to break loose." The one-armed <laughs> executioner. <laughs> Rated R, eighteen plus. <laughs> okay, well, it's 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 a recommended movie if you haven't oh, seen absolutely. it. I guess anything else we could say about this one is yeah, you, as you mentioned, the DVD, uh, Dark Sky DVD. You mentioned that. Um, I, I, no, but. I think Code Red also released it, but yeah, oh, I think okay. there is a Dark Sky DVD, and there's, there might be a Code Red as well, just going off the top of my head. But it's, it's out I, there. It's available. Yeah, I have the Dark Sky DVD because we watched it oh. with Cleopatra Wong. So, right, it's packaged together with Cleopatra Wong, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I guess, uh, as we said, it's a, it, it, I can't speak. <laughs> it says that we can, you know, proudly can sit with the others in our Revenge Collection movies that we'll be talking about, you know. Uh, let's see here. Anything else we can mention? Uh, music by Gene Cower. Cower? K-A-U-E-R? Uh, that's not a name that's ringing a bell off the top oh. of my head. 
Uh, let's see here. I guess that's really about it. Um, you're, I think there's an exploring helicopter. Oh, there is? There's an yeah. exploring helicopter. Well, on the cover, there is. I don't know if you put But we can... So I could say that's a recommended movie. I totally would check it out. People haven't seen it. Yes. Yes, I would as well recommend that. Now, our next movie, you haven't seen this one. It's called okay, One-Eyed so, King. Oh, go, sorry. Yeah, you're on your own with this one. I have never seen this. Yeah, One-Eyed King. It's like this gangster drama... And it has Amon DeSante, William Baldwin, or Billy Baldwin, and Jim Brewer. <laughs> now, does Jim like, Brewer play like a comedic type of role? In, kind of. It was like half comedic, he... half dramatic. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, maybe he wanted to expand, much like Ted Koppel. He wanted Absolutely. to be someone different. <laughs> he did his best. He was probably the best part of the movie. What, what, did he have like a signature character on Saturday Night Live? Or I was thinking of Katan. Of Mongo or Mango, you know. I I wasn't watching Saturday Night Live at that era, so I honestly don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought maybe he, he had a known, character. Yeah, he must have. But I mean, wasn't he known for being like a stoner type guy? Yeah, like half baked, which is not that good of a movie, in my opinion. I mean, it just okay, we get it. You're high all the time, <laughs> you know. It just drags, you know. People don't think it drags because it came out in the nineties. I feel like there might be a, uh, a pun in there somewhere, but yeah. Oh, ha! Huh. Yes, it drags. It puff, puff, pass on that movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah. So what but, I said about right, this so, one? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go uh-huh. ahead. No, no, no. That's I, I was gonna say. Talk more about the movie. Oh yeah. So it's just a typical gangster drama. What's funny is I rewatched it last year. I thought, oh, I really liked One Eyed King. I want to rewatch that one. So I rewatched it last year. Did not hold up at all. The directing and writing is kind of, you know, slipshod and you don't care and you just don't care. And it's really, how do I explain this? Like, it looks like the directing is like through a keyhole. What? <laughs> it's really weird because there's certain shots that you just see like kind of a weird black circle and then some characters in it. It was really weird. It's like, this isn't sure directed not, very well. Are you sure you're not thinking of James Bond? <laughs> I wish it was Jim Brewer shooting the gun, right? <laughs> James Brewer, James Bond, very well, simple. Perfect, James Brewer, yeah. And all comes on Jim Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someday when he he's more casual. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm Jim Bond now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, somehow it just doesn't sound right because we've heard it the other way for so many years. You know, like Bond, Jim Bond. You know? Yeah, it's like, no, that sounds weird. <laughs> Yeah, even, I put it in this review. It says the editing of some scenes come at the wrong time and it's confusing. But Asante stands out in Brewer. So that's really about it. Well, uh, you say the editing came at the wrong time. Like, what does that mean? Because you're watching the movie. And I, now that I read that part, it's like, why is there flashback now? You're already talking in a different scene. Like, why are there flashbacks randomly? It's very <clears throat> it, It's... It could have been a lot better because he had, he had Asante and all these good people. But it's, it's just oh, and, and Gedrick, actually. You know, oh, rooftops. just Gedrick star of rooftops? The star of rooftops. So I know it, it just didn't have it. Just it wasn't very good. I'm sorry. Mm, okay. Well, <laughs> so, that's, well, that's we're here to tell the people. You know, we're here to tell the truth <laughs> to, to the best of our ability. So you know, one eyed king. <laughs> so far, one one armed executioner is superior. Yeah. We have a good one coming up, so okay. get ready for One Man Army, Jerry Trimble. Okay, yeah, Jerry Trimble. Do you remember his name? 
Is this Jerry Pelt? Absolutely, Jerry Pelt. <laughs> so Jerry Trimble plays Jerry Pelt. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> uh, and we haven't talked too much about Jerry Trimble on the podcast, I don't think. Not but really, because we don't have that many. You know, there's not many movies with him in it, really. You know, we, we have Stranglehold. We have this one. I think we have one more. Because the title is now escaping me. But uh, what about the butcher? Oh, the butcher! Yeah, he was really good in that. Eric Roberts. It's, that was he was really good. That he stood out in the butcher, you know. Absolutely, because yeah. you have all these other people like Davi and Eric Roberts and a couple other people, and but Trimble really stood out. He did a great job. So. Right. So I think you know that shows he really can be a good actor and not just what you might call a meathead. He's right. he's, yeah. he's really good. Because he's kind of stuck in these kind of Corman productions that are kind of low rent. You know, yeah, they're, yeah. they're fun, but they're low rent. You know, they are. Well, you know, let's tell the truth here. Yeah. So in this movie, he has a dog. Yup, the dog as Hank. So yup. Um, he has a you know. Oh. He's, okay, so he has a dog. Let me okay. I, I think I explained that incorrectly. So in the movie, or in the cast list of this movie, you know, Jerry Trimble, Melissa Moore. And yup, the dog as Hank, because this movie's kind of like okay. Walking Tall. So, you know, he, he's out. You know, he, he you know sees the prostitution and corruption of the of his town. He wants to you know clean it up. So he has a dog too. That makes sense. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just I, I basically think we Walking Tall. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I think we like it. Was this? Did this have like secret like back room, bar room punch fighting? Yes. Wow, your memory's fantastic. You watched this a while ago, man. Well, what well, can I say? I, I just, I'm, I'm just such a fan of Jerry Pelt that I, yeah, how could I forget? <laughs> yeah, it says there's an, even an illegal underground punch fighting taking place at the local watering hole. <laughs> right. So even in a Walking Tall type movie, you still couldn't get away from punch fighting around this time in like the late '80s, early '90s. It was everywhere. It was everywhere you went. Well, see, that's what's interesting about this movie because it says right here. You know, he's forced to punch fight in the beginning, uh, Mr. Mr. Pelt. But then, mm-hmm. you know, becomes the sheriff or whatever he becomes here. He then he wants to shut down the punch fighting ring once <laughs> once we've never seen that before. Usually he's just punch fighting. He doesn't shut it down. So. Well, so th- that's interesting. You know, that's an interesting development. They're bringing something different to the table. You know, I, I like that. That's it was good. And then see the thing is I'm thinking of Stranglehold when it comes to Jerry Trimble because in that movie he says, How about a diet sandwich? A <laughs> great line from Stranglehold, which is a diehard in a movie, which we might have mentioned in the episode of that. I think we did actually. But that I'm line sure is so funny. Did we mention the bit about the diet sandwich or I know we, we must did. have it's synonymous with Stranglehold. But, yeah, you watch Stranglehold, he's like, How about a diet sandwich? He's like <laughs> Classic, classic Jerry Pelt, or a different character. But the, well, he's still Jerry Pelt in all of our hearts. I can actually check his name right now on Stranglehold. His name hey, is. It's up to you. I, if, you know. Oh, he's not but, named Jerry. He's not named Jerry. That's why his name is Ryan Cooper. Oh, okay. See, that's more of a forgettable type of name. You know, Jerry Pelt is a name you remember. <laughs> I love to get the writers. I do like. We need a good last name. We we, we have to call him Jerry because you know he's Jerry Trimble. How about Pelt? <laughs> it's like, well, he likes to throw things at people. Um, yeah. Well, he pelts things. Ah, pelt. <laughs> I could be the last name. Perfect. Yeah. Write that down. And also, he has cool hair, so that can 
maybe be oh, described as a pelt. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking that, like a wolf pelt or something. Right, but he has like a blonde ponytail. He has a blonde right? ponytail. Yeah, he usually has a ponytail. I know he definitely had a ponytail in Stranglehold. So. <laughs> well, as opposed to in um, that Jan Michael Vincent movie where we thought we thought he had a pony tape ta- oh, that pony right. table based on the uh, based on the uh, picture on the back of the box, but really yes. optical I remember illusion. That. Yeah. Beyond the Call of Duty, yeah, yeah. it's like wait, did he have a ponytail? We we were you know using magnifying glass to see if he had a ponytail. <laughs> well, I think it was that one of the main reasons why you bought the movie. It's like he has a ponytail. Okay, I'm buying it. Yeah, that's why I buy it. But I remember that movie too because. We said in the review the tape and sound is blurry. This didn't look good on tape. And right. Yeah. I had to go from the to the tape purge. You know, I had to take well, so this is, But this is part of the thing when you are into these type of movies and you're watching these, you know, DTV movies and low budget action movies. You know, you you get you have a strange off-kilter line like Diet Sandwich and you yeah. discover things like oh this the sound is blurry like you probably thought visuals could you know were the only thing that could be blurry no sound can be blurry it's yeah you, you discover right. all these things like if you just stick with mainstream material you're not going to discover like any of this yeah. weird stuff that I think we all love yeah know? it's like it's like peripheral vision you know talking about blurry it's like what is this this is interesting to watch now because I'm used to watching the mainstream, I won't say PAP, mainstream movies. It's like, I'm going to try something different. And then you try Stranglehold, like, huh, interesting, or One Man Army. And it's like, then you begin to like these movies. Right, and, and you get into it, you get it, you start yeah. to get it. You yeah, start to become exactly. hooked, and then you understand. You know, it's yeah. hard for, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, if you're, for someone who's outside of this and it's hard to describe kind of yeah, what makes point. these movies so addictive and interesting, but I just kind of tried to do that, but you know, it's, you have to introduce yeah. people to these movies at, at, somehow. <laughs> we have to, you have to start somewhere. I mean, you maybe you could start with one man army. That's really kind of an interesting choice. Like I'm going to start my straight to video journey with one man army, Jerry Pelt. <laughs> well, maybe someone did, you know, well, I guess we can go right to our next movie. Unless you want to keep talking about the Peltster. I mean, I could talk about the Pelster all day, but you know, just you got to move on. You got to move right, on. Moving sometime. on, I'm gonna move on the one man jury. Now, okay, so this is an interesting one with Jack Palance. Yes, Chris Mitchell right. and Joe Spinell. You're right. Great cast. Great cast. Um, I own this on VHS. Oh, that's um, right, you do. That's how we watched it. I think that's how we watched it. And, you know, because in the post-Death Wish years, which I think this is, there are all sorts of people getting revenge and being a one-man jury. And it was a hot thing to be. So why not Jack Palance? Well, in the review, which is it's funny, it's fun to read here. It says, now this is what 12 Angry Men should have been. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I stand by that statement. Yeah, just one angry man. Right. One, one, the theme of yeah. today's episode. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, we quote from the Star Classics VHS box. It's a, do you want me to read this? Because, yeah, sure, read it. All right, so Jack Palance is one of the very few talents who has the capacity to convey the full spectrum of emotions in this film. Now, this is on the back of the box. Right. At six foot four, 200 pounds, Features chiseled in solid granite and soft yet threatening as thunder voice. He's everyone's image of what an uncompromising Avenger should be. That's... So rather than talk about the plot or anything like yeah. that, they just do this sort of 
almost poetic description of the physical features of Jack Palance. Absolutely. And I have a great segue for that too. So, okay. Finish. Oh, well, I was just going to say yet another reason why going on this journey, this VHS yeah. DTV journey is worth doing because it, you know, it's unusual. It, that's, it's that will catch your eye. It yeah. catches your eye. It's interesting. And Jack Palance, you know, he's a good actor. I mean, and he's, he was in a lot of these kind of interesting, like, you know, Italian. It was in these Italian movies, right? So yeah, he did a lot of movies in Italy, and I believe this is one of them. Yeah, so this was a good one. You know, I don't have a copy now. I kind of want to get one. You know, <laughs> I mean, I just happened to find it. I mean, it might yeah, have been Time Tunnel. I just, I, it must have been because yeah, that's, that's where almost all of my VHS collection came from. Because I have Wipeout. That's with Jack Palance, right? On VHS. Yeah. Oh yeah, Wipeout. Yeah. Well, that also came from Time Tunnel, but now you have it. Now I have uh, it. Yeah. So I'm gonna take a look for one man, uh, Jury. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a good addition uh, to your collection. And I'll go right to the segue, which is perfect, which is One Man Force. They talk about his physical attributes, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, I, and I'm reading it right now. Okay. Point. But I'm going to read this again. Okay. the sound of Beyond the Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a nice clear shot. Here we go. Jake Swan, narcotics detective, 6'8", 280 pounds. <laughs> 21-inch biceps, 55-inch chest. No one enforces the law like he does. Available on video cassette in September. <laughs> okay, so this, you know, when we talk about comeuppance reviews and we talk yeah. about, oh, I mean, this is like the, the ultimate. I mean, I mean, this is like, this yeah. is such a this comeuppance reviews movie. Yeah. yeah. This is what the site was kind of built on, was this movie, basically. It, yeah, and this is almost like I think we said the opening scene of um, what was it? Um, the David Bradley movie. Oh, Hard which, Justice. Yeah, no, that's like the ultimate yeah, come up interview opening, opening yeah, scene. This is number two. Yeah. This that's like the opening scene. Maybe this would be like the one of the ultimate come up interviews movies. Like if you could encapsulate everything, it's like this. It's ridiculous and it's filled with action. It's insane. It's, it's a um, crazy movie because it's, it's Matus like he's yelling at everyone. It's an amazing movie. I was just talking about that with uh, Matt, a connoisseur, about One Man Force, and he's like, "Yeah, I love that movie. It's great." Because oh just, yeah, it's awesome. It's so great. Because it's if you watch one movie from this list, you kind of have to watch One Man Force. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I mean, maybe the last one we're going to talk about yeah, too. But certainly, I think this even more so. I mean, it, it's, it's just such a it just encapsulates everything about what, everything we love, what we're, what we're always talking about, you know. Because, and the cast is amazing. You know, you got Matuzak, John Matuzak, and you got Charles Napier, Sam Jones, Ronnie Cox, uh, Richard Lynch, and Stacy Q. <laughs> oh my God, it's just. Yeah. I yeah, need to get a copy of this. Yeah, you gotta get a copy. I think it's it's only on tape. I think it's only on tape. Might be one of those. Might be a gas station DVD. Hmm. I'll have to look into that because that seems like something I want from my collection. And, oh. and as I always say, something that should come out on Blu-ray. You know. Yeah. Why well, can that be out by Vinegar Syndrome or one or Arrow or something? I was, I, I was just gonna say Vinegar Syndrome because they just released L.A. Wars, a movie I, we have been championing for a long time. So if yeah, they can release L.A. Wars, why not? This, you know, it seems it's right in the ballpark. Yes, Force, yes. LA Wars. Yeah, yeah, and they also release Savage Harbor, you know, like these kind of wackadoo uh, action movies. 
they're getting into the action genre, so maybe this could be on the docket. You know? I hope so. Well, you know, once the archive opens up, maybe we could <laughs> suggest it. That and six, so. they need to release those. Well, the thing about this review here, I mean, we know <clears> the plot. It's Jake Swan. He's out for revenge. He's a cop on the edge. That's basically it. But the, the, that's the all you know it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, I don't even have to it's say it. It's one of the old ones. It's one of the older ones. But it, it's definitely worth watching. I mean, you can talk about the plot, but that's basically what I just said. You know, he's a cop on the edge. He plays by his own rules. <laughs> right. And, well, if you want to mention that opening scene, I think it's the opening scene where he, like, pushes a refrigerator at the... Yeah, Remember that was that? amazing. Yeah. He's just yelling and screaming and just, like... <laughs> He's like punching. He's like punching everyone in the face. Because I rewatched it last year. It's like this delivered the goods again. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's he's everything Lyle Alzado should have been. Exactly. And as we talk about certain actors, Matusak has it because he he's endlessly watchable. He he was endlessly watchable. I'm sorry that he's gone. You know, well, he has this great movie. That's true. He, He has this. Which is way more than what everyone else has. I mean, he has this jewel in his <laughs> in his crown. <laughs> no, I mean we can still talk about it, but we can go right to the next one. Which well, just you know, to say that gonna, it's recommended. Oh, People absolutely, a hundred percent recommended. I'm gonna skip around. Oh, okay, actually, hold on. Um, we're gonna go to this one next. Here we go. One Man Out, 1989. This okay. is old. Eric. Yeah. I think when this movie was originally made, it was just called Eric, E-R-I-K, yes. I believe. And someone must have thought, well, this is not the best title for a movie. Let's, uh, you know, maybe we'll call it One Man Out. And, okay, I remember this one. I think this is also a Tate Purge movie. Maybe I should have hung on to it because it's maybe mildly rare now. But when you watch it, it's not very good. So why is it in my collection? You know, it it's starts, El President Day, right? Absolutely, it's El President Day slide. What's one of our first ones because we – we just got started in that genre because we watched this in 2010. So it's been over 10 years. Oh, here's something. It's May 15th, 2010. That's not that far back. 10 years ago. So, Interesting. Well, the tagline is, if you're not on his side, change sides. One Which man. I do like. I do like that tagline. Yeah, but we, I, the ta- I remember we were talking, like, oh, good tagline. We used to kind of quote that, too. <laughs> but the movie, as expect is a run-of-the-mill actioner of no surprises you know but yeah it's an el presente slog but one of eric's favorite activities well here eric is a you know a government agent so i just want to explain that before i mention what his one of his activities is (laughs) he's a government agent and he has to uh, shoot rebels that's basically it so one of his favorite activities he does is he takes an edge of your seat bath (laughs) I do remember that. I think he takes multiple baths throughout the movie. Yes. It says, which seems to entail lying on your back in the bathtub with your eyes bugged out and sitting up abruptly. Oh, I can totally picture that. <laughs> it is an extreme way to get clean. <laughs> well, we should say that, you know, with all the people that were attempting to get into the action star game, which we talked about with Connoisseur, you know, with, uh, Jay Roberts Jr., uh, Anna Nicole Smith, uh, Matt people. Hannon. Yeah. All these people. Why not Stephen McHattie? Yeah, and Tim McHattie's a good actor. You Obviously, he's, you know, classic character actor. So, oh, this is an interesting uh, choice for uh, an actioner. And what's interesting, 
it's something else interesting here. Okay, so Eric, he has blonde hair in the movie, <laughs> blonde spiky hair, but it, it says on the box cover it's jet black for some reason. It says on the box cover it's jet no, black. No, no, hair. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm, reading, I'm reading it. Sorry, so in, <laughs> I'm kind of reading it in my head. So in the movie, Eric has blonde spiky hair, but on the cover it is jet black. So... Well, they must have had some other picture of McHattie. And yeah, because normally McHattie is thought of as like a really solid and kind of good character actor. He's not yeah. really front and center action guy, no. which he could have been. But, you know, this was. The yeah. Because it says that Stephen McHattie really looks like Peter Weller in it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's he crazy. Really does. It was like Peter Weller's doppelganger. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's very, very Weller-esque. Oh, I remember we talked about it all the time because we didn't have as many movies as we do now back then. So I was like, yeah, remember we watched One Way Out and he looked like Weller, you know? <laughs> well, maybe they tried to get Weller and, you know, his career was blowing up at the time, you know, with Robocop and such. So they got McCaddy. I mean, who knows? Yeah, McCaddy. Like I said, good actor, just not a very good movie. So, right, it's not his fault. McCaddy. Yeah, it's not McCaddy's fault. It's just, oh, absolutely. It, it's just kind of bland, you know, it doesn't really yeah. offer. Thing. No, it doesn't. But we'll go right to uh, the next movie. Now, okay, so there's another kind of, I wouldn't say a dud, but it has a very fatal flaw, which I will mention in a second. It's One Man's Justice with Brian Bosworth. And, right, we were just talking about this, yeah. Hammer, not MC, Hammer. <laughs> and also Neil McDonough and Robert Lasardo. Yeah. So. Right, so good, more good people. Yeah, and, and Cobra, Jeff Cobra. So, I'm guessing he plays the bad guy. I think he does. I, Hammer doesn't play the bad guy. He plays just like, I don't know what he plays. Like, I forget his character. <laughs> I forgot he was even in that. I mean, well, it says in the review that he is the villain. He plays a, um, a guy named Dexter Kane. Cool name. <laughs> I know. It sounds like a kind of a baddie type of name, I guess. So this is a classic Boz, you know, you've been, oh, it's going to be a great movie. Boz was going to be shooting people. He's going to shoot in MC Hammer. You never know. But then they do the fatal flaw. You know what that is, Brett? And it, adding a bratty little kid. Yep. You know. And he says, don't shoot him, Boz. Don't shoot him, MC Hammer. And it's like, right, no, so, no. As I, as I was just complaining, I think, yesterday, why do they always have to do this? Why? Why do they always have to add some kid and, and just to gum up the works of the action and revenge? It's like just a babysit some little tyke. And yeah. if you're an action fan, why would you want this? Why is this here? And it's such a flying talk, the ointment. Exactly. And they always talk the hero out of killing people. They do it all the time. You know, another example is that movie, The Nice Guys. I know you haven't seen that with Russell Crowe mm-hmm. and uh, – Gosling, and there's a character like that's like, no, don't shoot him. It's like, no, shoot this guy. <laughs> He's been bad the whole movie. And like, don't shoot him. I won't be your friend. It's like, no. It's like that's what happens in the movie. And it's like, and and that's especially disappointing coming from one of my heroes, Shane Black. Yes. It's like, come on, ah, oh, nuts. So <laughs> just like this movie, ah, oh, nuts, really, because the also the other. Um, title for this movie is one tough bastard 
Yeah, I love that title. They should have gone with that title. Great title. He got he got the boss, and he got that bit in the uh, tattoo shop, which was fun. Yeah, there is a, there is at least one really great standout scene where it's like a fight scene in a tattoo parlor. Yeah, it was really well and, done. It was fun. And, yeah, it's it's a really good fight scene, and I don't think the kid's anywhere in sight, so it's it's really good. Um, and like and, he stabbed someone with a tattoo needle. Yeah, and, yeah it was Lasardo. Because he's always well, in those probably tattoo just, Yeah, he's always a tattoo guy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I guess Cobra, you know, Cobra's not in it that much, I guess. But, oh no, he is in it. He's the bad guy. But he says, you know, he's evil because he wears a leather vest, Cobra. <laughs> yeah, well, that is a, a kind of a tell. Um, <laughs> unless you're wearing it heroically, like maybe Lorenzo Lamas. Right, with uh, a vest and no shirt or Malibu. Of course. Right, yeah. And he was bad in um, Skyscraper. Yeah, he was a good he was a good villain. His name was Niedermeyer in Skyscraper, which we forgot to mention on the podcast. Uh, it's like Niedermeyer. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think uh, Connoisseur would have gotten a kick out of that if we had mentioned that. Cause... Yeah, I, just, I didn't get to mention because you know we're always talking, you know, were talking, and it just, it just didn't come through at the time, you know. Well, now we know what happened to that character from Animal House. <laughs> Well, now we'll go to the next movie. Unless you want to keep talking well, about I just would, I would like to wrap up by saying oh, go ahead. if you were to take out that kid, it would be a pretty strong, at least a decent movie, better yeah, than average. It wouldn't be Kevin then, Stone Cold. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think it would be a number three or number four Bosworth. You know, back in business, you know, we watched that a couple of months ago, and that was a hit. Yeah, that was good. No kid, yeah. I don't think. No, no, there was no kid, and it, it, it was one of these buddy cop type things with, you know, with the action and humor, and that's, you know, an enjoyable movie. But the adding of that kid is unnecessary and just yeah. downright annoying. Yeah, so, it just it just kicks it. It's a fatal flaw. It just kicks it right in the ribs and just it doesn't heal. He's like, why are you here? So if you know, if you seek out that movie, just beware that it it's good. It, uh, if you, I think I mentioned this in the review, which is like, you know how sometimes when you get a plate of food and there's like yes. one thing on the plate that you don't like, and you're trying yes. to eat around it. Like, say you don't like peas, so you're just kind of like eating around the peas and like just not yes. eating them. Yeah, I, I read if that you part. Do of that video. with this movie, like where you could almost like watch around the kid. It, it would be pretty good, but uh, it's why exactly. you have to do that. Well, it's weird to go because we like the movie, so we give two and a half stars, or as I say, bits. <laughs> so if there was still a decent movie, still a decent watch, just ah oh, man, the kid just, just ruined it. But we can go to the next movie, which is actually a dud, um, oh. which is w- One Man War with Dan Haggerty and Benton Jennings. Yeah, I don't remember who Benton Jennings Not is. Not Waylon Jennings, the singer. Unfortunately, because he would have fit in in that movie, if I remember, because it's one of these rural things. Yeah, it says when Hirsute, rambling man Cole Jackson, Dan Haggerty, returns to his rural southern hometown of Macon County, Texas, he rustles up a whole heap of trouble and becomes a good old boy, enemy number one, when he stumbles upon some illegal dealings, smuggled goods, and cover-ups. I won't read the whole description, but that's basically it. Right. And is this the one where they're like smuggling high C ecto cooler? <laughs> yes. That is the best part of the movie because the movie is really boring because Haggerty's barely in it. He's sleeping. Right. He's, he's like, actually lying down, I think, with his eyes closed in numerous scenes throughout the movie. I'd say a good 50%, maybe more. He's just laying in no a bed. Jake. 
It's no repo Jake, I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, no, no. Repo Jake was good. He was all over that. He wasn't sleeping. He wasn't, you know, he what? Was, yeah. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> so he was in action in repo Jake. This is more like he was tired or something. He was tired. And it was really funny because I watched another Haggerty movie. It's not really an action movie. It's a family movie called Spirit of the Eagle. And mm-hmm. he, he's asleep in that too, briefly. And this made me think of the movie, One Man War. So <laughs> it was kind of funny. Like, oh, yeah, you're asleep again, huh, Dan? <laughs> Because <laughs> you you know think about it. Say you're in a video store, you see a box that says One Man War with yeah. Dan Haggerty on the front. Yeah, what are you gonna think? Yeah, top. you're gonna think that he's gonna you know take out the trash and so. maybe beat up slash kill numerous people. Not sleep. He's sleeping. And then the tagline's good. It's like they wanted a fight. They got a war. One man yeah. war. And it looks great. It looks like it's gonna be a great fun action flick. You know, perfect. But unfortunately, he's sleeping the whole time. You don't care about the other characters because where's Haggerty? <laughs> like, where's Coochie, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it is that sort of situation. So, yeah, I mean, it might have a couple good qualities to it, but it, overall, it, it has no force. You know, well, there's no driving force. I want to mention one more thing. Um, in the review, it says, we kept asking. Why is this a movie? <laughs> because there's a, a jump cut to uh, a, a character named Nathan, and he's feeding a bunch of ducks. <laughs> and then, it's like, why are you feeding ducks? You know, and he says, if you're aiming for action fans, you shouldn't be feeding ducks. You know, it's like... <laughs> Probably a good idea. I mean... It's funny. Maybe they were trying to go for that type of rural good old boy movie that I actually enjoy. Like, well, yeah, you know, those are good. You know, you have a, like, I think you have a good example. Oh, Black Oak Conspiracy. Yes. Oh, perfect. That's the perfect example. If you see, if you want to see that type of movie, watch Black Oak Conspiracy, and 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 among others. But th- but this one just kind of falls flat. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it says taking the concept of a sit down role to a new extreme. Dan Haggerty comfortably lays down in a bed for the, for a lot of the movie's running time. All right, so we already kind of said that. Oh, and there's an uh, exploding helicopter, and it looks terrible, if you remember. It's um, laughably awful exploding helicopter. See, I don't know if Will is aware of this movie, but it just added to his collection. He might have to watch it. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> but now we can be ending with, you know, a, a big hit. So we, the dud's out of the way. It's always like kind of a dud in one of these kind of roll calls of uh, titles. So, well, there's bound to be. Yeah. And here we go. One Way Out, 1987. Yes. yes. What a movie. Starring the great Ivan Rogers. Yes. He's a national treasure in this very movie. Yes. We, we said he's a national treasure. Well, this was, I think, our first Rogers. And we thought, wow, this guy's yeah. great. You know, We loved it. We loved every minute. <laughs> This is a gem. You know, if you like the, that type of movie, like Miami Connection or Samurai Cop, it's just one of these movies that's like, what the heck were they thinking? This is one of them. It's, yeah, it's people don't talk about it as much, but no. they should. It's on Amazon Prime last we checked. So hopefully people can check it out. Kind of like Cracker Jack 2 is now on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's over the shot. You get a double dose of insanity. Yeah. Well, I give, you know, briefly. Oh, it's directed by Paul Kurosai, right? He directed uh, Death Machines, right? Right, starring uh, Ronald L. Marchini. Yes, coming soon to a podcast. All yeah, we might have a movies. podcast about about the Ronster coming up. Nice. Ronbo. <laughs> yes, well, that's a great poster. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Ronald Reagan as Rambo. Yeah, I love that. Well, so, but okay, we'll talk about One Way Out. 
you know, Rogers plays Detective Joe Weeks. <laughs> the cop on the edge, obviously, who naturally has to deal with a yelling chief. And he has a lot of silent emotions. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> you think he's going to say something. And they cut to him. You think, okay, here's his next line of dialogue. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's a strong silent type. Yeah, I, they were kidding when they said that. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much stuff. You know, it's kind of a classic, you know, action or from the 80s. I mean, there's not, you know, lots of super twists and stuff, but it's, it's so weird and different in a way. It's just so wacky to watch. Right. Isn't there a scene where, like, he, he's in a manhole or something? Well, does he, I think he's in a manhole, and he also hangs on to that car. <laughs> right, and it looks great. Yeah. It's so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it looks great. When you watch the movie, I really hope people can watch it. Uh, it looks great. You'll see. You'll say that same sentence. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll definitely be fearing for the safety of Joe Weeks. Well, I don't know if I could say a little bit more because we said that the audio alone is entertaining. The voices are funny. The gunshots are funny. Every punch is funny. It's just <laughs> yeah. I remember that we were just we were just so entertained the entire time. I mean, there's a lot of great sounds. You know, this, yes. is, this is a movie really you watch with your ears. You know, before we were saying like, <laughs> well, or lack thereof in the case of Rogers, but yeah. that's but that's part of it because you know before we were saying you know beyond the call of duty the sound is blurry here the sound is just awesome. Well, and speaking of the sound, we'll go right to the brief soundtrack here because it says the sound score by Vincent Smith is also noteworthy. So. It says, forget Axel F, get ready for Ivan R. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. And But see, the only the, if there is a downside to watching One Way Out before any other Ivan Rogers is that we think that all the other Rogers are going to be as good as this Rogers. They weren't. They, but he was good in them. But the movie around him, which is uh, One Down, Two to Go. No, I'm sorry. What, is the, what are those titles again? Uh, well, um, it's um, Two Wrongs Make a Right. Oh, wait, Two Wrongs Make a Right, yeah. And, uh, and um, he plays the chief in one of our new classics. Um, oh, striking point, right? Oh, striking point, right? Striking yeah. point. Sorry. Wait, what did you and, call? Um, I said, um, I said, it's just probably because I have it on the brain that the um, case closed. Oh, the other movie, which is Ballbuster. We've watched that. Yeah, Ballbuster. Yeah. yeah so what a title. while those movies do have their moments, usually they're Rogers related. Is the thing is. It would have been better for us if we had watched One Way Out last because it's the yeah. best of the Rogers. You know, you start with the best Rogers, the other Rogers. Um, they're going to pale. Yeah, yeah they're they going to pale. pale in comparison. So we don't want to give away too much. I'm going to double check right now, live on radio, that if One Way Out is still on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Because so, we don't want to give people bad information. We want to give them yeah. hope that maybe they can watch One Way Out okay. and Cracker Jack 2 as soon as possible. Well, One Way Out is still on Amazon Prime. Those are calling oh, the IMDb. Now, I can check one with Cracker Jack 2. <laughs> well, I, I was just going to say the other uh, Rogers movies are on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, so you can see YouTube, a good yeah. amount of Rogers if you want. Cracker Jack 2 is also still on uh, Amazon Prime. Great. Okay. So the people have nothing to fear. No. But that's a great way to end the list, that's the that's the end of the list that's all nine movies so. yes and you know we're coming up on the hour mark sort of so i mean we'll oh, give wow. people a nice short little well i guess you know i don't know if it's short to people but you know not an extremely lengthy episode we're just talking about one uh yeah talking about the one <laughs> yeah oh which maybe we should do an honorable mention which i've yet to watch but i'll be watching it soon this is the one with jet oh, lee yes that one yes and that movie 
<laughs> gently he likes uh new metal <laughs> he really likes papa roach <laughs> right he, he's like this music is really good yep he says that he's like this, movie, this music sounds good and he's like banging his head a little bit yeah more not more nodding really but it's like this music sounds really good because it's in the future and papa roach is in the future <laughs> so. they sure are uh, <laughs> um so <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that aspect of the one and that we thought of that. It's kind of the last minute. Yeah, last minute. So I know it's hard to, it's, you know, it's, it's always kind of tricky to end the podcast, but it's a good way to end it with Papa Roach, I guess. So it's like, <laughs> but, sure. Um, I don't have any shout outs on this episode. So oh, okay. Well, but we could do some of the social media things. Oh yeah. Okay. So here we go. We got tie action rocks on Instagram. Where I post my VHS collection. We have comeuppanceviews.net, the actual website. We're on Twitter, Ty Comeuppance. Facebook, Comeuppance Reviews. And you have the email, right? right? Yeah, it's crpodcast at yahoo.com. Yes. And, um, and uh, uh, we're on a bunch of other um, podcasting oh, sites. Right. Yeah, so, so we're on iTunes. iTunes is- yeah, we got yeah. So we got iTunes, um, which I think is where most people listen to us yeah, as of right now. Noticed. But we're also on um, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, and iHeart. Wow, that's a um, lot. That's like almost all of them. You won't say that other one that we're not on yet. There's a certain other one that we're not on yet, even though – even you know when I did all the other ones and submitted them, they all took it, but this one didn't. I don't know why. Maybe – well, I don't think it's my fault, but I guess it's always possible because I'm not technological. it together <laughs> yeah we, yes exactly well <laughs> if we leave people with any advice in it, at the end of this episode it's that a stitch in time saves nine um, <laughs> I that also. that's a great way to end it <laughs> all right so on that case in that case uh yeah thanks for listening yes thank you for listening um we'll be back and we'll uh, listen to the direct video connoisseurs podcast um, about skyscraper we'll be out uh we'll be up next week See yes and Unless you have something more to add, I think that's all we have for this week. Fresh out. So that's perfect. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening again, and we will hear you next time or see you next time. See you next time. Something like that. See you next time. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.